This is a test of the Bounty Park Alert System. Hello and welcome to the Boundary Park Alert System on a Sunday where everything is going just right. I'm joined by Dave Bradley, who I've been to Wrexham with today. How are you, Dave? Depressed. Nice one. That should be. Uh, I'm sure that'll come across well for the uh, podcast. Uh, I'm supposed to be joined by Jamie, uh, the fan guest, but he is... Uh, well, something's not quite right with the uh, technology, so he's not here just yet. So hopefully he'll come in before the end of the board for, you know, last five minutes substitute appearance. But thankfully, we're also joined by Gary Brown. Uh, so hello, Gary. Hello. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. What's that knocking sound? It's fireworks, I'm afraid. Oh, it's fireworks. All right, that's okay. No, nothing we can do about fireworks, is there? No, that's all right. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. No, no. I was just hoping if it was something we could stop, then fair enough. Um, yeah, and they're not going off in celebration of our uh, progression to round two of the FA Cup. Definitely not. We know that. So, uh, okay, so everybody knows who I am. Everybody knows who Bradley is. Uh, but, Garrett, you are someone who people... Um, may I've seen the name because you you you've just put yourself forward for a director of uh, OASF for the Supporters Foundation. What on earth made you do that? Um, I, I, well, I've been um, an Oldham supporter all my life, really, um, and I just wanted to get involved. You know, uh, but I must admit, I didn't go to many games uh, when it was just simply asset stripping, wasn't it? Um, but then when um, Frank joined, I really uh, got involved. I, w- I went down uh, to the games, got um, into the atmosphere um, and you know, just thought he saved the club and I want to get involved. I want to get involved in something like this. Now there's a good, I know it's not good on the pitch, but regarding the club, um, it seems as though we're in a good place and we're moving forward and I wanted to be involved in that. So I, I approached um the foundation to see if I could um, be a bit, well join the team really. Yeah, when you welcome aboard, um, yeah, we've we've got a few more directors now than we did last year, and we, we hopefully hopefully we're going to start moving forward. But Dave, when we were talking to the car on the way back from Wrexham, it wasn't about going forward, was it? We were talking about going backwards, and yeah. it seems that since uh, Mister Runsworth has taken over. Um, we're doing worse than we were when Mr. Sheridan was in charge. Do you want some stats? I mean, if, you've got, if, you've, if you've got, if you've got, yeah. Sheridan. We got 10 points under Shez. He had nine games, so that was 1.1 points per game. Uh, he conceded. Let's uh, check now. What have you got? 16 goals. He scored 10. So that's one point. 1.55 goals per game conceded, scored a goal per game. Uh, Mr. Unsworth has had 10 games, uh, and he's got six points, which is 0. 0.6 points per game. Uh, we conceded 17, and we scored 10 goals. So, for me, it's not good enough, is it? Uh, he's had one league win. Sheridan had three league wins. Um and 
it doesn't look promising, does it, for Mr. Unsworth? It's a 11.11% win for David Unsworth. And if you work on Chezzy's, uh, because that took into account previous seasons, so I did a quick working out, and it works out about just over 20% for Sheridan mm. in terms of a percentage win. So, although the football was a bit poor and frustrating, Sheridan had the better record. Um, should we have stuck with him? Who knows? It's a bit too late to ponder that question. But should we be sticking with Unsworth? That's one of what? my questions for everyone else. Fanzoni! Hi, I'm just doing what's your name, pal? Ryan Garlic. How do you think we're going to get on today? Is it a free hit? I don't know, but we love the FA Cup, don't we? This club's... Oh, the only success we've had recently is FA Cup, so... The league was shy. We, we know, we're, we're not going anywhere in that, but FA Cup, yeah. Let's have it today. I reckon we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pull some out back today. What, do you think we'll win? Yeah, definitely. Why not? Yeah, I wish I had your option. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Luke Barber starting? Yeah, change, maybe. It's... You know, it's FA Cup. Teams change, aren't they, for the uh, for the for the FA Cup competition? So maybe, yeah, maybe a bit of a change. Norman's done all right. He's not the best, but he's not the worst keeper we've had. So I'm happy with that. Cheers, Brian. Thanks very much. Thank you. I am just here. What's your name, pal? Uh, Tom Fenton. How do you think we're going to get on today, Tom? <laughs> uh, I'm supposed to be somewhat optimistic here, aren't I? Um, uh, Two-two draw. And what do you think about the starting lineup? Hope, Abrahams, and Tollett up front, no Fondo. That might work. 4 3 3, do you think it's about time we have one of them? Well, as long as we're not pumping aimless balls up to him. Well, then we can't guarantee that with under, can we? What about Luke Viver starting in net? About time, I think. Yeah. Need, need, needed, needed to happen. You think the defence had lost a bit of confidence in Norman? Um. Well, to be honest, I think they'd lost a bit of confidence a while ago. So, 2-2 two, two draw then, is it, Tom, yeah? Yeah, but we're um, e- last-minute equaliser. <laughs> I'll take that. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Hi, I'm just here. What's your name, pal? Brad Armitage. So, you've just been saying to me we've had a few bets on today. What have you had? Yeah, we've had Alden 3-2, and we've had uh, Abraham to have a brace. So, we'll see. We'll see. So, what do you think about the starting lineup and the change of formation? I think it's miles better that Holt's back. Gives yeah. us that little bit more up front, a little bit more energy, more pressing, just something different and no one doing nothing. It's going to be quite exciting to see Abraham's pressing as well, so they've both got pace, haven't they? Yeah, so. yeah. Well, watching him last week at Halifax, he was just he just has a little bit more about him. More more energy, more effort. Seems to mean something to him after signing for a day yeah. compared to the rest of the players. In terms of Unsworth then, he said it was a free hit today. Would you be that bothered if we lost? Uh not particularly I more want to see a more committed performance and just like it means something to him for once because it doesn't seem like it does so you set the score so you think it'll be 3-2 Oldham, do you, Oldham yeah. cheers Brad thanks very really really much Brad. hi I'm just here watching them pal yeah, Ryan Armitage alright so you're Brad's brother then eh? I am yeah are you going to be a bit more optimistic than Brad have you had the same bets I'm forever optimistic I always think we're going to do well and we never do so had the same bets we shared the bets but so bears on you if it comes in then yeah, yeah, because I picked them. So, so the FA Cup, Unsworth said it's a free hit. What do you think? It is a free hit. It's um, it's to see if they've got a bit more commitment in this game. It's things have got to improve. I mean, you watched them at Halifax last week, and it was like embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. 
but it seems no matter which ground we go to it's even more embarrassing and each week Altrincham was shocking absolutely shocking and I don't agree with some of the stuff that he said to the players after the game but in some ways he's kind of deserved it so he's got one win in nine games you think that's good enough? no but he's inherited them hasn't he? Yeah. he's inherited the squad and John Sher- you think John Sheridan's to blame for these signings? no not at all he was in difficult circumstances he had financial problems and things like that John Sheridan's always going to be a legend at the club uh, and I think he left at the right time to, to basically save his name so no I, I, I do believe in Unsworth as well to be honest with you I think he says the right stuff and he's honest about his players half of them aren't good enough yeah so free it today if we lose it's not the end of the world free it go for it see what we can do try and get into the next round decent away game that's what we want that's what we've come for isn't it really because we don't get any, any success anywhere else so. cheers mate you've been brilliant thanks Hey, grazie mille, fanzoni. I'm going to bring Jamie in now. Hopefully, he'll be able to, he'll be able to hear yeah. us. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, oh, can you? Hear? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does work now. Yeah, I've got I've got a, a laptop equivalent of Latix. Um, uh, knackered. Yeah, it's, it's just knackered. Ready for, <laughs> ready for the uh, re- ready for the knackers yard. Um, so yeah, I've gone on without. I've not, I've got, you can't see me. I'm just hidden because I've got no webcam on my main computer. So that's why. Uh, right, the delay well, was. but yeah, yeah, I, w- I was there today. I heard, I heard you talking about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we're mid record. We're, we're mid record. <laughs> we cracked on without you, so we're, we're oh, already, you're two true professionals. We've mate. already started. <laughs> we've already started. Um, but we, what we were just talking about was, um, <clears throat> you know, comparing Unsworth's start to uh, Sheridan's start. Um, and yeah. you know, the la- it's been a bit unusual because like the last three games have all been away from home. Um, yeah. me, and Dave, me and Dave have been to them all uh, together. And watched it all, and um, it's it's getting worse, isn't it? One nil, two one, three nil. It was an abysmal performance again today, Jamie, wasn't it? It was it was dreadful, really, wasn't it? I mean, I can't remember the last time I spent a Sunday as bad as that. Um, probably the uh, the European uh, Cup fire, the European Championship finals. Uh, I think was the last time I was as depressed on a Sunday night as that. Um, it was pretty pretty dreadful, really. Um, I, I know you mentioned that Unsworth. Um, you know, his, his, his stats are, are pretty bad now, aren't they? You know, they're getting worse than what Shez was. I think Shez was, Shez was a master at get, hitting the ground running and just getting and playing to a, you know, a formation that that, the, that his current personnel suited straight away. You know what I mean? That's why he sort of he kept us up a couple of times as well. You know, he seemed to just get get them results by hook or by crook. And I think Unsworth's struggling a little bit, doesn't he? Isn't he? A little bit, I think. I mean... We, we were there, like you were there, uh, very, very difficult to get the atmosphere go, uh, you know, sustained and going. Uh, the performance mm. was poor, one header on target. How did it come across on the TV, Gary? Um, the noise, the fans came across uh, really, really well. They were really, you know, the first 20 minutes are really well, but the, the performance on the pitch, it just seems as though we don't know what we're doing. You know, it's... I, can't, I lost count of how many times we gave the ball away from the back or just hoofed it in panic. Um, but I was really surpri- surprised right from the kickoff, really, of the formation. Why not try something different? He said it was a free hit, so why not try 4-4-2? We did it second half, didn't we? And we did look um, a bit better, <laughs> if we could. But uh, at least we uh, we got into their third of the pitch and tried to do something about it. But setting up this, this five at the back, I don't think we've got the players who understand it. Uh, well, we can't do it because we just... 
They're just hoofing the ball up top, really. We're easy to play against, aren't we? Easy. Yeah, the teams don't even seem to have to play um, that well to to beat us, do they? I mean, the the formation that we saw, what we thought it was at the beginning, Dave, was five at the back, then like two in midfield, uh, was it? And three up top, yeah. wasn't it? And like, so you had Rooney and Cooper in the middle um, and Hope, Abraham and Tolle up top. Yeah. But it's very, very quickly just descended into a 5 4 1, didn't it? Um, and it, there was I just think no it was attack. A five, five at points, five, five. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. up front. It, it, was, it was so bad. To well, watch. the two in midfield have become holding midfielders. So you end up with like seven at the back. Or then they push forward and there's a massive gap then in between the channels because your back four aren't pushing up. And we're just, we're just fragmented all over the pitch. It, it comes across like that for me. It was abysmal. It, it really was. And then, but there's no point changing the formation to a four-four-two when you're two-nil down. Like he had, like you said before, uh, Gary, he had the opportunity to come out today and make a significant change to the formation from the kickoff to see how we get on. Yeah. And doing it when you're two-nil down away from home, everybody knows the game is pretty much over. Conceded so such soft goals again that Luke Weiler. I mean, what was he doing? Uh, that the goal from the throw-in. I know this the second goal was offside, but <sighs> abysmal. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the, the third. Sorry, go on. When he no, spilled, I just that three shot. set pieces, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the third goal, Kate. It was an assist by Maynard, wasn't it? He, he flicked yeah. it on for him. <laughs> yeah, terrible. It was absolutely. Where was Luke Viler? Where was hmm? Luke Viler? There, he should have come and claimed that ball. Yeah. Well, well it, it, was... it, 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 it were front post flick on, so he, I, I don't know. But he had to get past players to get to that. I, I, I can't really blame him as such because it was just put on a plate for their striker. You know what I mean? With that flick on, it's going to take the keeper out with that. But, but I don't know. I mean, for me, right. Um, so I mean, someone needs to tell Clark that social distancing is not a thing anymore. He needs, to, you know what I mean. He, he needs to, he needs to come and close players down for a start. He is just dreadful. So bin him straight away. Um, I mean, I think, I think I could happily play traffic cone for about four or five of them. You know what I mean? Put them in there because, because uh, Cooper. Oh Jesus Christ! Where do I start on him? I mean, uh, it, what was? Did you see that move where? He was. He sort of had the ball. Uh, he had two players. I think it was second half. He was playing four four two, and players sort of kind of knew it. They were pressing forward, and then he did this three hundred and sixty degree dribble round, and then just sort of like played this anemic pass, like which Rex and mopped up. You know what I mean? It was your, one of the only times we just had him on the back foot a little bit, and it was like, what were you doing? Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I need to get that out, mate. No, no. Yeah. That's what the, that's what this is all about. That's what this is for. Getting getting these things out. But like, there was a moment that I can't remember who it was who actually had the ball because I was distracted by Rooney and Cooper, who uh... like the, the midfielder had the ball and was going forward with it, and Cooper and Rooney just jogged behind him. Like if you, if you, if you, if, if if your midfield part, one of your midfield partners got the ball. You run on, don't you? You get beyond yeah. him, like you, you give him something to aim for. You you push on. That was in the first half, and it was just like <sighs> so. They just, I, they just seemed all confused. I really don't, you know, what's going on on the training pitch then, because we don't, we can't put three passes together, can we? It's like as soon as we get the ball, we don't know who to pass it to. So the amount of times it then went backwards to yeah. then go forwards, you know, down the line. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that, that 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 five three two is trying to play. 
he, he, he just hasn't got the fullbacks to do it. I mean, this left from Stockport might might be might be one. He, he seems to have a little bit more of an energy uh, aspect about him. But I mean, trying playing Clark, trying to get him bombing up and down. Try, you, you know, it's, it's like playing sword or that for me, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've I've watched Clark uh, for a few games now, um, and he's just confused. You know, I've seen him yeah. look over to the bench, and you know, sort of for the permission to get forward. Yeah. You know, it's like he stays on the halfway line. He doesn't know how to do this wing back role. He's a four four two. It's as simple as that, you know. Um, yeah, and he came off at our time, didn't he? Um, you know, and they put Sheeran at, at right back. It it doesn't look like there's much kind of um strategy, does there? Like there's much you know, they're not it, it's not problem solving week on week is it i expect to see things get incrementally better not incrementally worse yeah. when you've got the more time you've got with with players and and all that and i i can't help but think it's to do with the formation i mean he said it dave and he, he said it to you when you've interviewed him it's not about yeah. the formation it's about the players well i'm sorry but it's not it's about the formation everybody's saying it what's yeah. he going to do about it, it did you hear his comments after the game? Oh, he called out no. Timmy Abraham for saying he was poor. I thought that was out yeah. of order, if I'm honest with you. He said he was poor. I thought he was, he was probably the one of the best players in the first half. He ran after everything, but he had no yeah. support. He had no one following him up. So he, he's good at he's good at like criticising young players, isn't he? But well, he I'll tell you what, Dave. Poor. I'll tell you what, Dave. Let's criticise him, yeah, because he's a big man. He's a he's he's the manager. He's he's old enough. He makes the decisions. He's the one who's responsible. If you're going to play Timmy Abrams up front on his own, what do you expect him to do? He should have played Fondop and he should have played Abrams off him. You need to have players to to play up. He played like I said before. He had Tollett and and um, Hope playing supposedly playing up top with him, but they weren't. They, they, they were leaving him up to, up top on his own. So it was the other players that were, and that's down to his formation. And he you know he's he's blamed everybody else. But I think he has to take some responsibility for, for 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 these results because at the end of the day, we've got one win. I'm not I'm not I'm not classifying taking uh, National League North Chester to penalties after two games as a win. That's just a limp, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's not a victory. Yeah. It's a limp, right? So we've we, we we've definitely got one gammy leg, haven't we? At least, right? Um, so we've limped a victory against Chester. We've beat a, a, a shit Yorville team, right? And then they were bad as well, weren't they? Really they were bad, really bad. Yeah, and then we and then we struggled against Altrincham, um, struggled against Halifax. With even today, Wrexham, they were amazing, were they? It just they didn't have to be amazing to to beat us today easily to beat us easily. So they scored, they scored two and took the foot off the gas, and they yeah, showed yeah. us a lot yeah. of respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in my opinion, yeah, it yeah. could have been a cricket score if we if we'd have come back at two one, they could have, they would have battered us about five one. They took the foot off the gas. We looked. We were chasing shadows, weren't we? It yeah. was so. It, it, people were saying it looked like a practice match. It was that bad, and I'd have to agree. Yeah. And there's only yeah, one I think someone said it was for Wrexham. It was like they were they were in a training game, just uh, dribbling around cones. <laughs> we, yeah, we didn't. We did not make it difficult for him, did we? Mm-hmm. And then, like, I mean, look, we've been very, very supportive and very, very patient as as a podcast. Uh, and on the phone, we're always trying to stay balanced. Always trying to like we understand that the club is is in a very very difficult situation. It's been badly run for a long time. But like we said last week, 
the people that have taken responsibility for it now have responsibility for it. Like it's that that's the way it is. So we're in a relegation fight, and because we're two points off the drop zone, and our our performance is relegation um, material. And we're going to have to do something about it quite quickly. The manager is going to have to take responsibility for for his tactics because they don't seem to be working. And I think as well, what do you make of like those comments from Frank about the Wrexham uh, owners and all that kind of stuff? Like that was, I didn't think that was very good. I wasn't very impressed by that. I, I don't know if it was supposed to be a bit tongue in cheek or whatever, but the way it came across in print didn't didn't work. And then, you know, Wrexham lads then did that video, which was, which was clearly tongue in cheek, but it was also a kind of, you know, a bit of a retort at, at what Frank had put out. I don't think that kind of thing, I don't think we can start being that kind of flippant when we're in the situation that we're in. Um, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it worked very well. So I think we're, we're getting the piss taken out of us by fans wherever we go. We got They got absolutely mocked today by Wrexham fans, didn't we? And we are, all, all, what's happening again now is we're having to be like self-deprecating and sort of like laughing at ourselves. But we don't want to be laughing at ourselves. We're supposed to be proud of our club and our, you know, following. And we are, and we are but it's get, it, gets, it just gets harder and harder all the time, doesn't it, to keep a smile on your face. And driving back today, Dave... I don't know how you how you were feeling coming back, Jamie, but it was just depressing. Mm. What do you I, what? I, sorry, go on. I, there. Sorry, yeah. What well, do you know? What I can't stand is these Premier League bleeped it up. Yeah. Why, why are we singing songs like that? Why can't we just sing and get behind the team? Don't get me wrong, because we've become a parody to ourselves because of silly. The last four years has been an absolute nightmare, anyway. But to laugh at ourselves and be self-deprecating. In the play, and as a player playing, listening to that, what what are you going to do? You're going to be you're going to be like, why should I put the shirt on with pride and perform for these people who are just laughing at us and taking the piss out of us every five minutes? And then you get our owner, who, you know, he's been missing for the last few weeks, and now it's a big game. He comes out of the, comes out of the shadows again and starts playing this, you know, this. I don't know, I don't know what he's trying to do, but it, it, I found it very disrespectful. And fair play to Wrexham and Ryan Reynolds when they came back because. It, it was uncalled for all that. It, why couldn't you just say, I'm really looking forward to a really good FA Cup game. It'd be really nice to meet the Wrexham owners. I don't know much about them. I know they do a documentary. It's just no need for it at I all, think it's it? it's his brand, I think, isn't it? That's like brand Frank, isn't it? I think it it, 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 it worked a treat when he was taking over and all that lot. And now we're a, a few defeats under the belt and oh, it's, everything's looking a bit shit. He's sort of, um, you know, like you say, it, 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 it flies back in your face a little bit, doesn't it? I mean, no, no, no one had that uproar when he said that about Dorking, you know what I mean? And that were probably equally a little bit, um, you know. Yeah, well, of, that was that was that was yeah. a bit disrespectful as well, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, but, I mean, but people took it for what it was, I think. You know what I mean? And I think, I think generally myself, I think people have taken that for what it is. Really, I don't. I, 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 yeah, a few a few cranks on Twitter have got a bit, you know, nickers and twist about it, but I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think anywhere anywhere I've seen. I don't think anyone's. You know, I think even seen a few Wrexham fans just like, oh, like laugh it, laugh it off a little bit. You know what I mean? But you know, look, I, I think our problems are far more deeper than what 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 an owner says. Rather flippantly, I think I think that's like a, a slight distraction. You know, our mm-hmm. problems are, you know, getting getting wins in the league very quickly. Um, I think I think we need desperately two or three wins before Christmas before we really start to sort of get get, get right in the in the mire. Um, you know, um, but I can't. Don't... I can't see where they're coming from. I can't see where they're coming from. I don't think they're a bad team at home. <laughs> if I'm honest, I think if I get all my records, reasonably okay. Um, you know, we've got 
know, three or four wins, maybe. Well, there with that, our um, only wins are at home, aren't we? Yeah, aren't so you know, yeah, at home, so. at home we're, we're, we're a different prospect. And to be honest, I think even the games we've lost, apart from probably Chesterfield, where we give a goal in after about you know three seconds, but other than that, I think I think you know we've we've, we've had moments, haven't we, in every game, you know, where we where we we should have you know deserved something out of it. But um, yeah, I, I think. I think I'm, you know, I think the next home game's big. We need to get another quick win, um, just to take that, take us a, a little bit away from the bottom again. Um, you know, it worries me when we just like, you know, we've, we've played the, the sides around us, haven't we? Um, yeah, we've yeah. lost. Those, those are the teams we're on about here, where you know it's been unlucky to lose. But you know, the truth of it is, those are the teams who are going to be, you know, the bottom half of, of the the table anyway. We need to be beating those sides. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's worrying. I think for me, like, I mean, the the reason I mentioned what Frank's comments was, it when he was talking to the person he interviewed, it might have come across in a very kind of tongue in cheek kind of way. But when you commit things to print and you see them in isolation, they don't they don't translate the same way. And I think we have to be careful. We're we've been a laughing stock of we're a laughing stock of a club as it is, or we have been for a long time. So I think we need to just be a bit a bit kind of careful about you know about that kind of thing. Um, because it, it, it didn't sit particularly well with me, but I'm sure his intentions weren't to, you know, uh, to be disrespectful to the owners of, of Wrexham. But, uh, I mean, it's not really for us to be, to be, I mean, they're in a far, I wish we were in their position. <laughs> they're in a far better situation than we are. Like they're not the ones that are two points with the relegation zone. Then, you know, um, we're in a real dogfight here and, and we need to roll our sleeves up and, and, and accept that where we are and get on with it. And yeah, I mean, we're interviewing Darren on, um, mm. on, on Wednesday um, for the podcast. So it's going to be interesting to see what, what he has to say, what he can tell us. And, and like I said, we, we know it's been difficult and no one's trying to, no one's trying to um, paper over that. Um, but things are going to have to turn around pretty quickly because if we do, slip into that because our game's off on Tuesday in it but so there's a good yeah. chance that after Tuesday we'll be in the um in the bottom four which is bleak isn't it is it a full program on Tuesday uh, I think so yeah fully program yeah, yeah. Well, the results went for us the other day didn't they really they did bit, yeah yeah I think there's a lot of dross in this league I mean the re- I think we we do focus on our own team, rightly so, because it is our team. You know what I mean? We see it every week. But I've seen I've seen some absolute cannon fodder come to Oldham this this season. Um, and I don't think you know we've got to be beating them, and and I think we have we have done sometimes. But yeah, there is there is definitely cannon fodder there. You yeah, but we've struggled against outside. we've we've struggled against them all, though, haven't we? We played Aldershot. We struggled against them, uh, but we beat them. We we struggled against Eastleigh, but we beat them. Um, yeah. We struggled. Wheelstone like, we, beat us. You know, we've been beaten, but we've not we've not put a performance in all season for me. We've not put a ninety minutes in all season. Um, so we 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 really are struggling, and I'm starting to slip into this kind of um, sort of mindset. I, you know, I was pretty chill about everything at the beginning of the season, but I'm not panicking. But I'm I'm not happy. I'm really not happy with the way things are. And having, having been down there today, uh, again, like what it was on the telly, it was an early kickoff on a Sunday, well represented by the fans again. Um, been to three away games in uh, just over a week. And 
have absolutely nothing. All those miles travelled, I don't know what they were, or particularly far, but still, the miles travelled, the money spent, the expectation uh, that you're going to at least get a performance, and we haven't we haven't had one performance. We've been beating six one on aggregate. It's bobbins. Yeah. We're sleepwalking into relegation on this form, and Barnet just for a bit of info, I've got seven points in, seven points out of the last five. And one of those one of those results was a 7-5 defeat at Wrexham, so they still scored five away from home. <laughs> so they're, 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 they're no pushover. The, the, the home form is better than their away form. I think they're eighth in the table on form, ninth at home in terms of their, the form. It's going to be a tough game. And as I've said earlier, I, I can't see where we're going to get these league wins before Christmas. Probably Torquay at home might be one. Well, they, they, I watched them today against Derby. I caught the second half. They gave Derby a right good going for the run for the money, you know. Mm. And they're two leagues above them. Well, I, they did. Well, they won six. Was it six one uh, midweek? Yeah, they beat Aldershot six one. Yeah, and then they scored. They put four past um, Altrincham, didn't they, in a four all draw? So, like, they're scoring. They're finding their scoring uh, boots. But we we can't score for Toffee, can we? And you know, and and we're playing this. Five at the back. We've got to start getting bodies forward. We've got to start putting teams, yeah, sitting back to it's just, and this is where Unsworth has to start taking some of the, the responsibility for, for how he's setting up the team because we did look better, like you said, Gary, in the second half once we went to a 4 4 2. Yeah, well, we, we got in the final third a lot many times, a lot more times than we did in the first half, anyway. First half, yeah. terrible. it really was. The players just looked comfortable, didn't they? I think you know they, it's yeah. the first time they actually looked a little bit comfortable. You know where they just don't just don't look comfortable, do they? With with that other formation, but they just like just it. You know, it only it were only a period of about ten minutes, wasn't it? But yeah. they just looked looked a little bit comfortable, and I thought, well, it's obvious. <laughs> Surely, you know. What did you make? Did, did you think uh, Hogan coming back? Think that'll make a difference? Yes, yeah, should be, shouldn't it? In theory, yes. Yeah. And Hope coming back should should make a difference, but I mean, obviously he's got a bit of catching up to do now, hasn't he? I mean, he he didn't look comfortable today, did he? He ran and chased everything around, but he, he didn't look comfortable with the ball. He, he he didn't really do much with the ball, really. He just it was more of an exercise in getting minutes under his under his belt, as I think today. But and when we did go four four two, we started having shots from the edge of the box. I know I know they went you know in those head, but. We got the opportunity, didn't we? You know, we, we caused them a few problems. We got crosses in the box in the first half. We were just vacant, just nothing. In terms of Shearing at the right back, I thought he had a better game than Clark as well. I, I, I do feel for Shearing because he's been put into that position at centre back because of Hogan's injury. I think when he comes into the midfield, like he did against Yorval um, and against Scunthorpe, he, he plays a lot better there. So I think he's just doing a lot of cover at the moment. He's getting a bit of a bad rap off uh, the fans. You know, all right, didn't have a great first half, but... His um, distribution's been poor, though, hasn't it? Yeah. When he, he's, well, his use of the ball hasn't been good. That's what... And, you know, you say anyone who's like a midfielder, if you're a midfielder, that's a that's a basic, isn't it? You've got to be able to use the ball. You know, if, you, if you're going to just... Uh, Shearing centre-back, anyway, it was better suited because it was just, oof, <laughs> just get rid of it. And he, was, he can do that, but... He just defends a bit too deep for me, even when he's in midfield. He just seems to be like two yards away from the bloody back four. And it just, you know, in them home games we've played, we're just far too deep for an home side, you know what I mean? Mm. And and that comes from 
your midfield, you know, as well. You know, I think the mid, the big, all our problems are midfield based. I don't really buy it's, it's mid. It, the defense are exposed all the time because of a pretty weak midfield, and it's mm. and it is piss poor. And if you sort the midfield out, you see a massive difference. And I think he's really, he's just, he's got to get that midfield sorted. He's got to get round pegs in round holes in that midfield. He's got to get players that are comfortable in their own positions, their own skin. And for me, that's where that is the the crux of where our problems are in midfield. Yeah, well, Rooney's not done it, has he? Rooney's not been no. not been that signing. Um, again, Cooper. I mean, who else is there? Mm. Who else is there to come into to midfield? Gardner. Yeah, well, he's always injured, isn't he? So you know, I play Windass at right back and then put put Shear put Clark at centre defence and then give Shearing a, a go in the. Give Sheeran a go in the midfield, mate, because I know that Clark can play centre back, can't he, as well? And and goal can as well. So for me, I'd, I don't I'd know just why. bundle Clark into a car and just drop him off on Moors for me, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I just don't rate him in any way, shape, or form. He's just uh, he's poor with the ball, he's poor in position. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my whipping boy, but um, I haven't seen anything of him to uh, suggest that he could be used. I mean, I've got absolutely no idea if um, any of the players listen to this podcast. I'd be surprised if they did. Sorry. But, <laughs> no, no, I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I know, I know that I know that people at the club listen to the podcast, but I don't know if the, if the players uh, can be bothered uh, listening to it. But like, what? Because the point I make, well, I'm about to make, is like, we none of us want to sit here and criticize performances. And none of us want to sit here and criticize players. Um, and I, I just, if you know, it's just being an Oldham fan is really, really hard work and turning up every week and trying to get the optimism and the hope and the belief. And you convince yourself, don't you? People were convincing themselves, like, you know, when we were talking to fans before the game, are we going to go, oh, yeah, I think, you know, it's FA Cup. I think we might get a few goals today. Like, you, you've just got, you talk it up every week and, you know, if you are if if you are a player and you are listening, like you know, it's, it is as much as we say the manager needs to you know play you in the right position. It's up to you, lads. I mean, we we can't do anything. We stand on the touchline, we watch, and you know, we hope that you that you get it right. But I mean, this would be a great club to pay for if you know if you, if you could get a few wins under the belt, things would change around. So, I mean. For me, it seems like no matter whether we, tr- we we make a great atmosphere, whatever we do as fans, we can't win football matches. It's just impossible for us to do that, and it's it's becoming harder and harder. I'm feeling it as this season goes on. It's becoming harder and harder to to get in that stand and make a noise, be optimistic, and and keep going. I can feel it at Boundary Park every week or every other week. I can feel it on the road. It's getting harder and harder this season, and you know we've not even hit winter yet. So, you know, the players could could really do us a favour by upping it. You know, by getting. So it's today a couple of one or two. I think it was Sheeran at one point got stuck in or a couple of tackles in, even just tackles like giving the opposition something to think about and and getting stuck in a bit. But it's just too easy. Beating us is far yeah. too easy. Scoring a goal is supposed to be the hardest thing in football, and we're giving them giving them away, and it's so frustrating to watch. 
I, I just, I, I just like, I'm at the point now where I half an hour into this podcast, so I just want to switch it off. I, just, I can't be, <laughs> I can't be asked talking about it. I just like, I've, it's just been one of those days. I'm just like, usually we've got like a bit of a days like to have a usually do it on a Sunday, so I've slept on it. But obviously, because the, the game's a Sunday today, like come back. It's raw, it's, isn't it? <laughs> it's raw, yeah, and I'm tired, and I because I, I, I was out last night, I had a gig last night, so like <laughs> I, I was, you know, I've got up, drove down there, and uh, now I'm back, and I just I, I can't be asked talking about it, uh, yeah. which doesn't make great listening, probably, does it? <laughs> <laughs> you think he'll bring more in this week, or do you think he's he's um, thinking, you know, the lads are coming back from injury, Ari's like new signings, really? I mean, he has, he's going to have to give him a go. I mean, he's not seen the play, has he? Because he's not, um, you know, been, you know, a lot of them have been long term injuries. So, mm. but I, I think, like you said before, Jamie, like we desperately, desperately need some uh, midfield bodies, don't we? That's, that's is, obvious. Is it not like a real nasty get in the that's bottom lower leagues? It's just an absolute horrible get. You just sign him, kicks everyone, problem solved. There you go. Get Darren Sheridan. The yeah, last just two. That. You know what I mean? Just someone, just an absolute terrier who's literally just just what oh, one job on the pitch. He's just you know he's just basically going around kicking, getting a book in every two matches. All that lot sent off every now and again. Fans would love that right now. I think. Oh, that's <laughs> what Rooney had been. They would. I really they would. Did. Yeah. Oh no, it's definitely Rooney. not, is it? Well, yeah. Mm. But that's what no. that's what we yeah we we need. We're just like you say, we're a real soft touch um, at the moment, and, and clubs know it. I think teams who come to play us, they know it. They know that we kind of we, we want to get let a goal in and we roll over and die, you know. And and, and I think uh, the more that the more that goes on, um, you know, it comes a mindset then, doesn't it? You know, it, it just just sits in a little bit. We've got to change it. We've got to get, you know, we've got to we've got to be an awkward team to play against. You know what I mean? I mean, like you know. You know, we let we let Missalou go, didn't we? And I thought, well, he could have done a job. You know what I mean? It's it 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 has done that job. It had just been a pest, you know, in there. Um, you know, and you know, look, we, we've got to have, um, you know, um, ambitions and stuff a bit above that. But but right now, it's in the trenches, isn't it? You know, we've got to get, you know, we've got to turn it around, turn the ship around. However, however you do it, and for me, just get just get the the nastiest getting National League North and below, and just uh, get him signed up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm just really worried. I know mm-hmm. again, like Matt said, it's dead raw. But coming away from that and looking at the fixtures, I can't see us winning in the next six games at all. I don't no, know if it will get. I haven't, listened, I haven't listened to his interview after the game. I just mm-hmm. I need to. I'll do that after this. No, I'm going to give it a miss. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that vibe off you guys, so I, I don't think I need to. <laughs> no, I think I think the phoning on uh, on Wednesday is going to be a lively one, Dave. Don't you? Because uh, people have had a chance to listen to that. They'll, they'll have seen the goals back. They'll have, you know, been, well. The other thing is as well. After there is a full uh, one of you mentioned about the fixture list. There is a full fixture list on Tuesday, and. We could be in the bottom four. So if we're in the bottom four after that, um, people aren't going to be happy. No, I, I, I just, I just think that I hope that it sinks in with Unsworth now. He's got to go into training tomorrow and say, "Look, you know, he's a pro licensed coach." And I said it last week. If he can't see five three two or three five two or this. Just whatever he's playing, this formation isn't working. 
and we can as fans, there is a serious problem. Either he's too stubborn, he won't get told either. You know, he won't get told. And again, he is the manager and he has the right to play whatever formation he wants. But one league win in 10 games isn't good enough. Mm. No matter that, if that's the dog and duck, Man United, Man City, whoever, one league game. Well, sorry, one league game and three points. You know what I mean? Six points out of ten games. It's 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 you 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 go into the job club, aren't you? It's that that's that's the problem. Mm. You know that's it. It's not great form, and you're going to get sacked at the end of it. I don't want him to get sacked. I want him to turn it around, but yeah, he needs to he needs to change his principles and his coaching methods or something or his formation. Well, he said Maybe this tr- week, didn't he, Dave? That when um. When he was chatting with Suzanne, that he, the formation he wanted to play was four-three-three, but he didn't thought he didn't think that we had the players to do it. Well, we don't have the players to play <laughs> your system that we're playing now either. So you need to figure another one. There, there, there aren't just two formations, are there? Four-three-three and five-two-three, or whatever it is you're playing. Like there, I just go back to basics. It just seems like the most obvious place to start, doesn't it? And take it from there. And and we've seen in the in the performance you've you've mentioned it before, Dave, where you know in, where we where we have actually got picked up points and where things have changed in the game. It's generally been when we've been in a four four two formation and we've just kept mm-hmm. it much more simple. So I think this is the thing where you get this kind of this is where you start getting a divide between a manager and supporters is when they persist on doing something that everybody else sees as futile. That's where you start to get it, it. It's not losing games that's the issue. It's how you lose games that's the issue. I could have come away from those. If it had lost three two today, and would have had a really good goal, um, I, I'd be. I would have been all right with that. I'd have been like, well, I didn't really expect us to win anyway, but we had a good goal. There's some positives to take out of the game. It looked like we might be moving in the right direction. Whatever, great. But to come away from that three nil and just looking like we're getting worse with every single game, that's. That is not when how you lose. As, when we went, back, I'm just going to go back to Sheridan and uh, Jamie's favourite player, Jordan Clark. Do you know when they when they came in? I think we drew against Crawley, and we had that run of results. And I think he was interviewed by uh, Mikey or Allen at the club, and he said, "What is it that Sheridan did when he came in?" And Jordan Clark said, "We went four four two, and he just played everything dead simple." And that's yeah. how we got a reaction out of the players. So I don't know if it's David Unsworth being too complex with his training, he's overcomplicating, he's got too much to think about, too much shape, there's too much position. He might, he might, he might be overloading him with uh, an, an analysis. And they say too much analysis is paralysis, isn't it? And these players, as Gary mentioned, Clark looks over at the bench not knowing what's going on. And these players, are, you know, with the fans getting on your back as well, and you're not really sure about the formation. You can see it's not working, and you. And you you're probably two 0 down after twenty minutes. Just you've got to just bring it back and keep it simple, don't you? Don't panic. Keep it simple. Put it in a four four two that everyone knows. Two up top, four at the back, four in midfield, and just try uh, just pass it out and just do the best you can. You well, know, we've I had said this good. before, Dev, about about people that come from the highest level. Is and think of that drop. I know he he wasn't a Premier League manager, but he was working with elite players, Premier League under twenty three players who have got far better football intelligence, far better technical ability, fitter, faster, better touch, all this stuff, far superior to the lads that he's working with at Oldham. It's a, it's a huge gulf. 
And it's it's a big change in, in gear, isn't it? It's a huge change. And I don't think you can carry through exactly the principles that you were trying to instill at that level into this level of football. You've got to start with where you're at. And I, no, we're assuming that he's not doing that based on, on on what we're seeing. He might be trying to do that and he might not be getting results. We'll have to speak to him in a bit more depth about it. Um I've put I've made a request to the club that we that we can have a chat with with Dave and you know um I certainly don't want to sort of wind him up, make him angry because he's big he's a big guy and he'd eat me for breakfast. But um you know like it's just we're all frustrated. He's frustrated the board are frustrated the players are frustrated the fans are frustrated everybody at the club is frustrated so really we need to try and figure out how do we how do we sort of like steady the ship across the across the whole club because let's let's be honest we're still feeling the effects aren't we of of the last we say four years but it's 20 years in it yeah. in reality you know this club has been on a downward spot uh, downward trajectory for a long time but national league north that's not possible is it surely not well if you think the national leagues are to get out oh, that's just as hard because it's one up and a big massive load of playoffs isn't it so you know it's like it'll be just be you know that could it could be 10 years even longer before you even get into the football league after that so it just shows how crucial uh this season is i mean just to put it just to it put it into perspective. If we didn't win that Yeovil game and we lost it, we'd have been bottom now. I think, I think just on goal, no, maybe maybe second bottom on goal difference. But mm. just, just to go back to Matt's point about coaches dropping down, you know, I, I hate comparing us to Stockport, but mm. they had the same with Simon Rusk. He'd been at Brighton for nearly just short of six years, got him out of the Championship reserves under twenty threes, and then got him to about a fourth, fourth, fourth or sixth finish, and then they employed him. And they just went to, it just went, it just went up the wall, didn't it? Because he tried to revert into this three-five-two, four-five-one, four-three-two-one. And speaking to my mate, he stopped football. He said they just couldn't play because they couldn't understand what he was trying to do because they wanted to keep it so much simple. Chandler came in, he did play a lot of three-five-two, but then he went to four-four-two when they went through a bad spell of results just to get him back on a level, get about four or five wins. And they went unbeaten for them for about seventeen yeah, games because. Get the confidence get simple, up. Yeah. Confidence. And then the, then you can change your system. You know, you get you get mm. seven seven wins on the bounce like that Chamberlain did. And he brought the three five two back in and you saw it against Bolton when they beat him in the FA Cup. They did play a three five two at that point. But they were confident, they knew what they were doing, they were they were assured of the system. But at the moment, you know, trying to come out when you're getting beat three nil, two nil, you know, and not performing and then come out in a defensive formation, you just you might as well just say Here's your three points because you're just waiting for people to attack you. And like Wrexham today, if they had took the foot off the gas, it could have been six, seven nil. We it, we were that bad mm. and that low in confidence. Mm. And that that's why, like what we we're saying about it being a free hit, it was a free hit for him to try something different today. Because if he'd if he'd have gone out with that four four two at the beginning, it didn't work. He could say, well, at least I tried it. And, and even if you might say around and say, well, I did try a different formation because he did try a slightly different formation today, but it was still five at the back. And that's the, that's the issue <laughs> because, yeah. you know, uh, so it, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. It was far from good enough today. I'm really pissed off this afternoon. I mean, maybe he thinks we'll concede more by only having four at the back, but that's where you turn it to your front players and say, listen, you need to close that space now. 
you know, mm. that's your that's your problem now. You get up there, you close that ball down. There's more of you up there now. Well, that's why today was a free hit, Gary, because yeah. he, he, if, he, if he thought that maybe we might, well, give it a go today against Wrexham yeah. and see how you get on. And if you do, if you put in a really good performance before four two, and you and you concede less goals and you actually score some goals, then you might think, well, actually, this might work next week against Barnet. But to just do the same thing, and what have we learned today? We've not learned anything new, have we? We've learned that it still doesn't work. That's what we've learned. What well, we knew that anyway. So. Uh, oh, we have learned something. Don't play Luke Viler ever again. <laughs> yeah, that should keep that crowd quiet, shouldn't it? You know, the uh, the Luke Viler get him in. I don't think the the other keeper's done 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 that bad in the last four games. I can't think of any goals in the last four games he's been personally responsible for. I think he's he's been all right. Um, you know, and he's obviously given him a go, isn't he? Luke Viler, but yeah, he's a bench warmer now, isn't he? Yeah. The point that he spilled that was so poor. Uh, my heart sank. I asked I my mate, who's uh, my, my, my mates um, from Scotland, uh, and he, he was watching it on telly. So you know, you got to see how bad we were there. And uh, I, I just said that. I said, "Oh, it's poor. That wasn't it. What did it look like on telly?" And he, he said he felt for him because it was one of them horrible skinny shots through bodies, which you know. But yeah, it was just weak. Word, it pushed it right into his path. They won't get an easier tap in than that, will they? You know what I mean? No. And, uh, and that, was, that was the first yeah. save he had to make, wasn't it? All game, a good keeper would have well. would have put would have put an angle on the on the palm so it were a corner or well away, you know what I mean? But he just pushed it back into you know, it's it almost like fast. It didn't look that fast. Yeah, shot. it was yeah. No. I, I, I'll, I'll have to see it again to be honest. But yeah, from first off, it were it were a poor goal uh, to concede after ten minutes. <laughs> but uh, set the tone, didn't it? <laughs> it yeah. Definitely. <laughs> right, shall shall we um shall we shall we test Jamie on Latics mind now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this let's... could go even worse. No, no yeah. I, I, I just want a bit. Oh, my mate Todd Gang were on earlier this season. I think he got about three. So if I get if I can equal that, um, I think that's uh, that's, my, that's my yardstick. And and I know Paddy quite well, but Paddy's just an absolute bore, isn't he? He knows everything. So, uh, you know, I think uh, let him take the trophy. Let him take it. Cause... Well, Come on, let's, Jamie. Hey, listen, sure. uh, it's a, it's, there's plenty of time to go yet. There's plenty there of time is, to yeah. go yet. I did a little bit of Jenny up because I've got, I've got a, I've got a, a strategy that um, with, with, with all that, you know, after about 10 years ago when we were getting, you know, 50 plays in a season and stuff, I'm just going to say Mohammed Mooch if I don't know it. So that's me. <laughs> that's my strategy. <laughs> Well, I might get one right that way. Let's see how it works then, shall okay, we? So, um, David, are, are you ready? I am ready because you are now the quiz master, right? Best of luck to you, Jamie. Thank you. Here we go. Who was Latik's short-lived director of football during the summer of 2016? Uh, don't know. Pass. Who did Roger Palmer score his last league goal against in a two-all in a two-all draw in 1991? Uh, Everton. Correct. What off kits? What colour did Latics wear at Tranmere in November 
2018. Oh, a one-off kit. Uh, pink? Incorrect. Uh, Tangerine. When Joe Royal left for Everton on November 1995, who became caretaker manager for one game? Oh, Billy Armstrong. Incorrect. Graham Sharp. Which England international were Latics linked with signing from middle from signing from Middlesbrough in the nineteen fifties? Oh, Wilf Mannion. Correct. Oh, Latics only lost one home game in the championship season. Who was this against? Is that the season we won the championship? Yes. Yeah, uh, Hull City. Correct. Remember it well. <laughs> Who holds the Latics away record attendance? Who was it against? Uh, Latics is biggest attendance away. Yeah. No, no, Huddersfield. no. Latics biggest. Sorry, Latics biggest attendance. Who was it against? Oh, uh, Liverpool. Incorrect. It was Sheffield Wednesday. Who did Latics beat five one in December two uh, December two thousand seventeen? Newport County. Incorrect. It was Northampton Town. What colour was Barry? (laughs) I've started to finish. Oh, go on. What colour was Barry Owen's famous fleece? Red. Correct. Oh, thank God for that. So you you had one pass. All right, go on. Who was Latix's short-lived director of football in the summer of 2016? It was Sean O'Driscoll of Ex-Bournemouth. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, and you got one, two, three, four, four. I'm happy with that. Four out of nine, not bad, mate. Yeah, I'll take that, happily. Yeah, well, you beat your mate Todd anyway, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could look him in in the eyes. That's what you wanted, (laughs) wasn't it? That's what you wanted. Did you get many of them, Gary? No. <laughs> I got all of them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I did have the answers. answers. <laughs> no, uh, great. Yeah, they're tough. They, they, they are tough, aren't they? Uh, I mean, you yeah, get, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, a lot of no. Well, well, well done, Jamie. Four, four yeah. is a is a is a good one. That the red fleece one at the end, though, that was a bit of an easy one. It, it, it was a tap in. That, that was a, yeah, that was, was, was Wrexham's first goal today, it, weren't it? It, it, it was a tap in oh, for sure. Thank God for that. Well, you know what? We've we've got to 50 minutes and I've, I've yet to edit in the fan zone it. And mm. to get to this point, I think after that today, uh, I think he's quite good. So I, I think actually for you finishing on four is a pretty positive way to end. Yeah. And I think it's pretty much the only positive way to end uh, this week's podcast. Um, so well done. And thank you for, for, for doing that, for that achievement, for finishing that one, the tapping. <laughs> Um, it's a goal we can all celebrate, but unfortunately, yeah. Paddy still reigns top of the uh, mastermind table. Yeah, uh, but it was. Uh, I'm glad you made it on, Jamie. Anyway, because yeah. obviously yeah, we didn't get to do your intro and all that malarkey. But never no, mind. that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I um, don't want to bore anyone any, any further than that. But, uh, no, but yeah, no, thanks for having me on, me on guys. It's, it's uh, a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, and you know, is it? Job. Is it we to be? Is it on Twitter? Yeah, that's me. That's my Twitter and, handle. We to be. And what, yeah. what's, your, what's, your, what's your all when the blues? Uh, frankly, Mr. Shankly, that's oh, me. Uh, Smith's okay. reference, but you know, it's uh, uh, yeah, been there, been there from the start. Uh, the old JK Latix before that as well. So yeah, yeah, in in the early days of the internet. Oh, look at and look at us now. Look at us, spreading our wings. 
Ruining everybody, the internet. Never mind. Uh, Gary, nice to meet you. We've not actually spoken. We're, we're on the same board of directors now, but this is the first time we've met, so it's uh, it's nice to see you. And thanks for coming on. No, thanks. Thanks for the inviting. Yeah, looking forward to uh, seeing what we can do off the field. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll, well, I think in the in the coming weeks now, we'll we'll try and we'll be introducing the new the new directors, and we'll um, maybe have a a trust special where we come on after we've all met up and talk about what our what our intentions are and all that kind of stuff and 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 what plans we've made. Yeah. Um, so thanks for that. Good, to, good, good to speak to you, Mister Bradley. Yes. Well done. Well done for confusing Jamie on that question about the uh, attendance. I, I thought you went. He said he definitely said away attendance. They did oh, actually. Yeah. In, in all right. Okay. Should be half a point for that. But no, you're just you're just getting into to mastermind. Uh, sorry, Latics mind, aren't you? Yeah. So uh, you know, yeah, I'm sure yeah. you did you did great. Well done. Uh, and uh, yeah, so there we go. Thanks very much, everyone. Thank if you've made it to the end of this week's episode. Fair play to you because it was I think it was almost as grueling as the football <laughs> match we've just watched. To be honest, uh, right? We'll see you on Wednesday for the phoning. The Boundary Park Alert System is hosted and produced weekly by Matt Dean, Andy Halliwell and Dave Bradley for QPod Productions. A huge thank you goes to all those people who already subscribed to the podcast. We appreciate you all and thank you for helping us out. If you'd like to help us out, please visit oafcpodcast.co.uk and click support or find the link in the show notes. It's only $2.99 a month and we'll draw a subscriber at random every month to win an autumn athletic shirt of your choice. Please follow and interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OFC Podcast and subscribe to youtube.com forward slash the Boundary Park Alert System where you will find the Latix football phoning with myself and Dave Bradley live every Wednesday from 8.30 till 9.30pm. We'd like to thank Arlene Finnegan for writing our excellent weekly blog which we encourage you to read on our website every Saturday morning. Thanks also go to Paul Prentergast for providing us with all the Latix Mind questions. The title music for the show is by Manchester DJ and producer Starion and for more information visit bandcamp.com forward slash red laser records you can help change the game by listening to us on the fan hub app along with all major podcast platforms but please like subscribe and review the pod to help us climb the rankings and to gain more listeners oasf.co.uk and pushtheboundary.co.uk are where you'll find out more information about our official fsa affiliated support groups and continue to raise money for the 1895 fund thank you for listening and if you'd like to be a guest or contribute to the show we'd love to to hear from you.